Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Padyadra, a green odyssey, is a harrowing adventure of 700 people trekking across the Himalayas with a call to save the planet's third pole, a glacial region now oh, but now devastated by climate chaos associated with global warming. Battling the most treacherous terrain on Earth, they spread the message of ecological compassion through humans' basic means, walking on foot village to village, showing people by example how to do it right. We're joined today by the director of Padya, A Green Odyssey. That would be Wendy J.N. Lee. Wendy, welcome to Film School. Thank you. It's, it's really a pleasure to be here. Well, I am honored to have you. Uh, this is a beautiful documentary on many levels, I think, um, not the least of which is this amazing part of the world that, uh, as I said to you off mic, um, you know, obviously understood the, the Himalayas to be uh, a, a big part of our planet and our, and our um, but I didn't realize the significance it holds for um, the ecology of the planet. So tell me a little bit about that, and also uh, your basic decision to move forward and and to um, to do a documentary on this trek that these people embarked on. Absolutely. Um, well, the, the Himalayas is a huge store of glaciers. Um, it's the biggest store of glaciers outside of the polar ice cap. So um, even with the slight temperature range, I mean, uh, the temperature changing it, it, as it moves up a little bit, um, that actually has a very catastrophic effect on the local ecosystem. Um, and they've been having all this freak weather. I actually, I got involved because I volunteer in the Himalayas. In the last, um, in the last five to ten years, it's become so shockingly obvious um, but they've been fighting a lot of freak weather phenomenon that they've never faced um, in their history. Um, so that's sort of what kind of piqued my interest. Um, and then when I heard about the Padyatra, which was people coming together from all over the world just to raise a general environmental awareness throughout the region and to draw attention to the region, um, we, we ended up picking up plastic litter also as a statement that um, we should protect the environment. Well, we ended up carrying out nearly a thousand pounds of plastic litter on this trip, and um, that combined with the fact that we were met with a lot of extreme weather. Um, and by extreme weather, I mean we were hit with a full-on winter in the middle of summer, <laughs> okay. um, without having been prepared for it. Um, you know, it was that great peril that we we carried out a thousand pounds of plastic litter on our back, yeah. basically, along with all our trekking gear. So it ended up being. Um, this really epic adventure, um, for which I, uh, you know, it was it was a, a really beautiful and challenging experience um, to be on it, much less to be able to make the movie about it. So it, it's something that it's really an honor to be able to share the story with other people. Now, was this the inaugural trek? Was this the first time that this had been done? Yes. Okay. And since then, it's become an annual event. Right, and I, and not to spoil any of the information in the film but it the the good news is it this idea is spreading throughout the world as well absolutely and and that's the thing um you know i i was born and raised in los angeles i i 
Um, I, I never identified being in a. Wendy, are you there? Hello? Yes. Yeah, sorry, uh, my my phone is acting strange. Okay. Um, but I, I had never really identified being an environmentalist before. But um, there's something about that region that um, you know, it's it hasn't really modernized completely yet, and one has the feeling that if if they care so very much and they're doing something about it, that that's a message for the rest of the world mm-hmm. that. Um, they're really in this very difficult situation now where they're, um, they're faced with the consequences of modern waste and, um, and they're sort of at a crossroads of what to do about it. And it's so inspiring to be someone from the Western world who kind of grew up jaded <laughs> from all these messages about protecting the environment, you should recycle, and then going out there and watching these people, you know, these people burst into tears. The yeah. moment we went village to village, um, educating them about um, what to do with plastic litter, what non-biodegradable waste is, that they were poisoning their water sources, and they were horrified, and they would, these people would start crying on the spot. And I, I just think that, that for me, that was such a powerful message, and that's something I wanted to share with people. Yeah. Um- Wendy, uh, it sounds like you had been to this region before, if I'm not mistaken. So this was your first yeah. time in the region. But what was the impetus for the organization of the uh, Padiadra? What what prompted? Um, and it tells a little bit about the uh, uh, the the monk who is responsible for leading this trek across the Himalayas. Absolutely. Um, uh, the, his name is uh, His Holiness the Gyalwang Drukpa. Um, and he is a, so much of the Himalayas is traditionally a Buddhist. And uh, in this particular area, um, they are all Drukpa. Um, so His Holiness the Drukpa is the head of that particular lineage. Um, but he's, um, he, his emphasis um, through his secular humanitarian arm, Live to Love International, his emphasis is on environmental protection and interfaith cooperation um, and the universal message of how do we protect our planet through uh, the philosophy of love and compassion. So to me that was very striking because normally when you hear about social issues or environmental issues, um, I think of it as a very depressing topic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, a lot of, of films that I've seen, uh, they, they make me very sad or very scared and the really unique thing about Live to Love International is they're really approaching this, you know, pretty dire situation with a very uplifting, positive, hopeful attitude. And it's, it's not about um, being so frightened that you do something about it. It's about loving others and loving the earth and doing something about it. Um, it to me, that just seemed like a much more accessible way to approach the problem, you know, and so... I was always really attracted to this philosophy um, of live to love. And I think that is the one thing that really makes it different. Um, but His Holiness has since, he was, um, he received an honor from the United Nations Millennium Development Goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and he continues to attend the General Assembly uh, every year in New York. And he's um, really been a champion um, of the environmental cause, and specifically in the Himalayas, is an example for the rest of the world. 
It is, it is amazing. He's quite a dynamic presence in the film, and I can only imagine in his community, uh, he seems uh, to carry the the weight of, and the um, and the aspirations of his people um, extremely well. Very, very compassionate man, and very impressive. Um, before we get go any further, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Wendy J. N. Lee. She is the director of the new uh, documentary called uh, Padiadra, A Green Odyssey. It's about a, a trek by, well, it starts out with 700 people uh, on this 450 to 500 mile trek through the Himalayas in some of the most treacherous terrain that you'll find anywhere on the planet. Um, uh, tell, uh, the, the film is, um, uh, Padiadra is going to be screening um, at the Awareness Film Festival. Is that correct? Oh, yes. That, that, um, that was, few months ago now oh, that yes, the next time it'll be it's actually releasing uh theatrically um tonight uh will be the opening night oh. so uh it's you can watch it at the lemley uh music hall in beverly hill oh, for the week fantastic um and then it'll play in new york um at the quad cinema starting thanksgiving weekend mm-hmm. and um hopefully hope, hopefully shortly after that um there will be other ways uh, to catch it as well. Um, and um, so it's at the Lemley Music Hall. That's in Beverly Hills. It's right on Wilshire. It's a great theater. Come down and see it. Um, are you in town? I am. I am a local, and I will be doing a Q&A um, at noon on Saturday and Sunday at this weekend. Fantastic. It is a great theater, uh, and as well as, and by the way, this is a, a multiple award-winning documentary, uh, just in case anyone cares about that kind of stuff. Uh, winner of a number of uh, best cinematography, and we're gonna, I'm going to get into this unique, I, as far as I know, I, I don't know of other filmmakers that are using solar-powered uh, cameras to, to document their work, um, but uh, winner of the Audience Award at the Feel Good Festival um, and nominated for Best Director. Congratulations. Winner of, the, winner of the Big Bear Film Festival, Audience Award, and Best Environmental Film. A number of, uh, well, it's been in over 33 film festivals and nominated more than uh, 10 times for awards, so obviously... Um, well, you know, you've got to feel great about, uh, about seeing your work uh, kind of validated, if you will, by these uh, jaded film goers, <laughs> film people. Um, so, okay, so you're going to be at the, the Lemley uh, Music Hall tomorrow, Saturday. That would be uh, November 16th and the 17th at, for the noon screening, and it'll do a Q&A after that. Yes. Okay. Tell me a little bit about um, again. Daryl Hannah is, by the way, the uh, narrates the film. Does a great job. It, uh, it. I can't underscore this strongly enough for people who are interested in these kind of things. Uh, we often lose track of. There's so many things to be concerned about with the environment and uh, the obvious uh, uh, ravages uh, that we're facing with the climate climate change. But this is a part of the world that can get lost. It's not something that is on the front page of our newspapers often because access to it is so limited. But this is an important, very, very important part of our planet. As you said, or may I, maybe I said, this is referred to as the planet's third pole. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as you did say, the amount of um, glaciers in this area, the amount of um, need uh, to protect our planet uh, and make sure that this part of the world is taken care of cannot be understated. Yes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and, and also the glaciers, um, this region, I mean, not only does it have all the glaciers, but it, it provides 
fresh water to, I believe it's half the world's population. Yes. So th- these are the feeder, uh, this is the, the source of water from the Himalayas feeds into China, India, and many other parts of the world. So you can imagine if pollution got out of control at this point, that it would actually trickle into the water supply of half the world's population, which would be devastating. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, here, I've, I've grown up here in Southern California my entire life. People talk about, you know, putting plastic, you know, recycling plastic, the things that we do, we try to do, I think, as decent citizens mm-hmm. of the of the planet. And for, for I often feel like for a lot of people in America and, and other industrial parts of the world that that this impulse to do these things is almost an option. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. well, you know, we should do it. Not that we always do it, but we should. It's kind of a uh, the a luxury of an industrial uh, society that we right. can do it. In people in this region of the world, in the Himalayas, this is a necessity. This isn't something that you can take lightly. Even though it looks like for a few years now, the, the ravages of mo- modernity uh, in mm-hmm. terms of the bad parts of the plastic and all the rest of it are, are, are piling up. This is something that has to happen for them. Is that a fair, right. fair assessment? It is. Um, and I think that is why um, the pure urgency of the situation right. for them is part of the reason um, this event was such a good wake-up call. Because I think eventually we are all going to get to that point um, for them, they have a very traditional lifestyle. So these these changes in the, the levels of litter, for example, has had a devastating effect on them. It's very immediate. Mm-hmm. I think for us, the effect is not so immediate. You know, there's so much buffer between right. something going wrong and us actually noticing it on our doorstep um, because we have this whole infrastructure here um, that protects us from the elements. Um, in the Himalayas, it's so very extreme, and it so real in a way and so immediate um, that it's it's shocking <laughs> and and you know there is no trash disposal system in the Himalayas for example right so um, and there's no sort of uh, rainwater drainage system or anything like that so once a piece of trash goes on the floor it's there forever and um, it, it, it's so transparent in a way and, again, I think that's why it's such a wonderful mirror for us because it's, um, it's really a place that's facing a major crisis right now, and that's where we're headed, and that's what we're really creating. Yeah. Um, so it's just a really great uh, eye-opener, reminder, wake-up call um, to what's really going on and, and how even the smallest actions can affect the Earth. And, conversely, smallest positive actions can have a huge effect also. Yeah. It's part. It, it's a part of in, it, this being, again, not an option, but this becomes part of our life. It becomes a, a priority in a way that that speaks to the necessity to begin try to heal this planet. It is just. It is not a sustainable way of life that we live, generally speaking, yeah. in the, and certainly in the West and in the industrial parts of the world. Um, in the last couple of minutes that we have here, I do want to talk a little bit about. Uh, some of the fun stuff. This is a, it's a fun, and I, I mean this, it's not a, this isn't some kind of a, um, you know, uh, college, you know, cl- college lesson plan that you've laid out here in this film. It's a, it's a fun, 
it's a fun film to watch, and um, not the least of which are the, uh, as you refer to them, as the Kung Fu nuns in this, and I, I had no idea, but boy, are these women um, as about as, uh, well, you describe them for our audience. They, they, they're a big part of this, of this trek and of, of this group of people. Tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. So, um, of the 700 people on the trip, a lot of them were locals, and there's a huge, you know, it's a Buddhist region. So, a lot of the participants on the trek were these Drukpa nuns, and um, you know, it's still it's a very traditional culture. And so, um, what the Gelum Drukpa has done is started um, he started training his nuns in kung fu as a way to um, Again, just showing by example, for them to feel more empowered and to uh, feel more entitled to sort of protect themselves and take on leadership roles, and and it's part of a larger gender equality movement. But these nuns are amazing. I saw them recently, and um, they can now break bricks with their bare hands. (laughs) I mean, it's incredible. So, I mean, they they are a part of the story because they make up a large contingent of the 700 people, and they're just so fascinating. They break every stereotype you have about a Buddhist nun. Um, well, I would go as far as to, I would go as far as to say they really are the spirit of this walk in so many ways. They continue to oh, yeah. the resiliency w- that they demonstrate, the 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 compassion that they show for other trekkers, and the, I mean, just a, it's really again, this is a fun documentary to watch. It's a fun <laughs> film to 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 see because it is a celebration of life. It is a very serious issue, but. Um, it is a celebration of, of the human spirit in, in, in ways and the connection to the people that they go through these villages, the, uh, the respect and admiration that um, Gyeong um, Dukpa received. Thank you, Gyeong Dukpa. <laughs> I knew, thank you, uh, receives um, in village after village uh, is just inspiring. It really is a, it's, it, it's to see this and watch this. And, and the lessons that they are, I can imagine that the, that the populace, the, the villages are taking to heart. The hearing it from him is probably having a, a, a very uh, an impact on their lives. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't want to um, give away the end of the film, but as a direct result of the Padyatra, there have been these mass tree plantings. Like it is a whole wave of environmental activity takes place now throughout the region, and they've, that area, Ladakh in particular, in northern India. Um, they've broken the Guinness World Record twice for the number of trees they planted. That's amazing. But it, it, it has had a you know, tens of thousands of people show up for these tree plantings. So it's definitely made an impact. And and and, and thank you for um, uh, saying it's a fun film because that 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 was my goal as a filmmaker, and I do hope it's an enjoyable watch. Oh, it is. It is very much so. I am, again, I'm honored, thrilled to have you come on and talk about this. It is such an important thing. It's below the radar for a lot of people. This area, this region of the world, its importance to the survival of the planet cannot be understated. And uh, I uh, thank you so much for being a part of Film School today. I want to say once again, the director, producer, editor... Everything on this film uh, is uh, Wendy J.N. Lee. The film is uh, Padiatra, A Green Odyssey. It is screening at the Lemley um, Music Hall uh, starting uh, today, Friday, uh, November 15th. It will be screening all week. You'll be there on Saturday and Sunday for the noon screenings of, of Padiatra, A Green Odyssey.
All right. Yeah, thank you so. Yeah, it does perfect. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you, Wendy, and thank you so much for your help in 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 uh, helping me navigate uh, the pronunciations of all of this. So I appreciate it, and and I, I look forward to uh, to your future work as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.